I guess uh, let's get started. We've got some people in here, and uh, now the sound's working and the spaces is working. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, we got. We have Simon from Eclipsefy here, and I think Stefan or Stefan is speaking from Astroport. Can you hear us all right? Yep, I can hear you. Awesome, uh, Stefan or Stefan? Whichever one works for you, sir. I won't be mad. Cool. I appreciate that. We have Stefan from uh, Astroport here. I'm Locke or Locky or Loke, whichever one works for you guys. Works for me too. So, um, yeah, as I was saying, uh, we have Eclipsefy here, we have Astroport, and we have some big things happening in the ecosystem. Um, maybe Simon Eclipsefy, if we could pin that thread that Eclipsefy posted today to this space, that would uh, probably be helpful to everyone listening. That contains a lot of the information. <laughs> Which <have>. one? <laughs> I think you posted like three or four of them. Um, yeah, I guess the Astroport yeah. one? Um, I think the Neutron migration one, there's lots of information all over the place, right? But yeah, I think the Neutron uh, migration one would be would be helpful that has backlinks to all kinds of other spaces in it and tons of information in that um, but welcome everybody uh, we we have a lot to go over today we have astroport here we have eclipsefy and we have a neutron migration movement going on eclipsefy just announced uh, that it is moving its home base to neutron from the say ecosystem uh, you can read all about why that decision happened uh, if you want there, but we'll be talking about it as well today. Astroport uh, just, I think it's still not quite a quorum yet, but Astroport just proposed the governance proposal ARC85, um, which is proposing moving the Astroport mothership over to Neutron. And we're here to talk about what that means for Eclipsers, what that means for the Astroport community, and what that looks like going forward, and how we can all be on top of the game in this migration. So uh, maybe Astroport, Stefan, you'd like to start. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, ARC 85 and what's going on there, if it's passed yet, what the community sentiment looks like, uh, what's going on at Astroport? Sure, so I can quickly describe what ARC 85 means. Um, Basically, the biggest change in that proposal um, is that the biggest proposed change is that uh, the Astroport hub moves to Neutron, as you mentioned. This means that um, if that proposal passes, it means that the communities agrees with having governance be on Neutron instead of Terra. 
Uh, this still means that the Terra asset report deployment stays where it is. People can still swap, provide liquidity, withdraw liquidity, all of that. Um, so that still happens. But the main change would be that governance and ex astro staking would happen on Neutron instead of happening on, happening on Terra. And of course, the actual migration would take a while. It's fairly complex to do all of this in order for people to move their ex astro to Neutron. Um, that will likely take months, depending on how fast people migrate over. Um, so it's a pretty complex like technical issue um, to solve in case this passes. Um, and it would take several months, but this is basically um, what it entails. And the proposal also mentions that um, in order to do this whole migration and make sure that both the Astroports and the Neutron DAOs are like aligned and that um, there are resources that can be like assigned or used to do this whole migration. Um, there's uh, basically Astroport would, the Astroport DAO would be willing to give Neutron DAO a bunch of Astro tokens. Uh, and Neutron DAO would use these Astro tokens um, to stake in like governance and potentially participate in governance especially when it comes to like proposals that have to do with the neutron ecosystem uh in exchange for this um neutron would give uh, an astroport builder entity some ntrn tokens which can be used for building on top of neutron and making sure this whole like plan to move the hub actually comes to fruition awesome Love to hear it. I, for one, was really excited to hear, uh, to see that a lot of projects are looking at the Neutron blockchain. It is, um, you know, it's a blockchain built on the Cosmos, uh, backed by the security and staking of Atom. And it is a blockchain that's built to be interoperable with other blockchains. It has native IBC support and also uh, interchain queries and interchain uh, account abstraction um, that I think Astroport will be um, using its SLAM model and various other uh, models to share liquidity and build kind of an interchain hub at the mothership of the Astroport Dex. We'll get into that a bit, a bit later. Um, but Eclipsify, Simon, why don't you tell us about the Eclipse movement? Um, just at the end of last week, Eclipse announced that it will be migrating its home base to Neutron. So can you tell us a bit about what are the, some of the drivers behind that decision? Yeah, I won't go too much in depth on some things. I mean, there's some stuff to come. And um, I think, you know, probably we posted a pretty decent article about it. And, you know, we don't want to get into, <laughs> we don't want to get into certain trenches on this basis. But, um, and it was, you know, this was a difficult one for us as well, because we've had, let's say we've been trying to find a home base for some time. Um, and it's it's definitely been a difficult one, and we've had a and we've got some stories to tell, that's for sure. Uh, and I'm sure these will all come out in in good time. But um, you know, for us, you know, Neutron, the actual conversation with Neutron is something that actually started. I think it started back in June potentially, or even May. It could have been June. Um, you know, uh, there was a, a specific incident or, or a thing that happened. We actually um we actually entered the uh, Delphi hackathon on Neutron open price pool for uh, Eclipse. So that was also like pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, specific thing happened, you know, some things happened on say back in June and, um, you know, we had to weigh up some options and we're like, you know, uh, we were figuring out whether, you know, home migration was going to make sense and, and how that looked. And, uh, you know, we ended up staying on say for that period of time. And, uh, you know, in hindsight, 
not the best move, but it's also very difficult to move blockchain. So, you know, you don't really want to be moving and doing that stuff unless you really have to. Um, but also Neutron back then was, I guess it was a little bit earlier stages. And now we're starting to see a lot of maturity coming around um, the Atom Hub and Neutron. And still young, but we're really starting to see a lot of momentum start to pick up. Um, you know, obviously Astroport looking to move the home base. Reality, Lido, Stake ETH coming over and, you know, SD Atom also coming into the, uh, you know, the ecosystem and combine that with native USDC. This, that's only just the tip of it um, in terms of having some big catalysts that are coming around. So, you know, for us, you know, even though, uh, you know, we're very excited about, say, um, and we really wanted that to, to work, you know, specific catalysts over there made it very, very hard for us to remain that home base. Um, you know, some people may know about it. Some people may not, um, that might come in good time, but, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty difficult decision and a lot of builders felt the pain from all of that. Um, but we're starting to see that momentum around Neutron and we're, we're helping with that as well. We're, we're seeing kind of a lot of projects looking at Neutron um and a lot of concentration happening and i think that's something that's been missing in cosmos for a long time has been this concentration of inside uh, an ecosystem and we've got app chains but you know the ux becomes difficult but now i think for the first time we've got a really solid base with a core team that has very strong values very good vision um great tech great partners uh, and a place that we we feel that you know with the right concentration we can help to build a home and that's something that we've been missing since terra and um yeah, so I'm excited about that part for sure. Yeah, it's exciting stuff going on. Um, before we jump into some of the juice that you were talking about there with uh, the Lido Stake Ethan stuff, which is going to be really important in the interchain atmosphere, um, I wanted to jump back in time a little bit and jump back to ARC 75. It's crazy that uh, there have been 10 governance proposals on Astroport in the past month, um, but I think ARC 75 was just passed about a month ago. And I think there's some serious synergy there between Astroport and Eclipsify, especially if they both uh, establish their home base on Neutron. So, Stefan, could you tell us a little bit about uh, ARC-75? Um, it, how do long-tail incentives work on that? Uh, could you explain a little bit about um, making a proposal to the Astroport, the Astral Assembly, and uh, what the incentive sharing revenue model would mean for ARC-75? Yeah, sure. So, uh, as you mentioned, ARC-75 passed on-chain, uh, and the proposal, it was a signaling proposal for now, and it basically said that um, Astroport uh, should um, implement a new feature where um, any pool in the protocol, on any version of the protocol deployed on any chain, um, assuming governance agrees, any pool can share up to 10% of its swap fees. So not uh, like rewards like Astro, but swap fees and share these fees with a third party. Um, and a, an example of this would be, let's say the um, Eclip USDC or Axlar USDC pool on, let's say, Neutron. Um, when and if that launches, for example, Neutron could come to, Astro, to the Astro, Astro assembly and post a proposal saying, hey, um, we would like, given that Eclip is like our own native token, we would love if we could align incentives with Astroport and maintain liquidity on Astroport. And in exchange for like keeping most of our liquidity on Astroport, we would like up to 10% of the swap fees produced by this Eclip Axlar USDC pool. 
And assuming the proposal passes, um, governance upgrades that pool and adds this feature where um, the fees, like part of the fees, go to an address that e Eclipse DAO uh, maintains. And over time, depending on how much volume that fee uh, that that pool produces, um, Eclipse DAO can build a either a small or a pretty significant um, like DAO or treasury from the fees produced by the pool. Nice. That's, I think there's a ton of utility uh, for that. As you mentioned, Stefan, Stefan, or, um, you know, like, for example, the Eclipse USDC pair, but Simon and Eclipse, uh, maybe you'd like to expand on that and say how that might affect um, the incentives uh, for launch, for launch tokens from launch partners, and maybe how that uh, might align with Eclipse5's goal of creating sustainable token incentive models uh, for all the projects launched on Eclipse5. Maybe you could uh, touch on that, Simon. Did you catch that question? Am I losing audio now? Are you, are you there, Simon? I don't think he's hearing us. My audio. Does it work now? Yeah. Simon. And Twi Twitter's doing some weird things today. It's really, really weird. It's it really is. We, we we started our first space right on time, even a little bit early for everyone listening, and uh, then the space immediately ended itself. And we had to make a new link. We've had audio issues. So thanks for bearing with us. Uh, Simon, maybe you could touch on a, a bit about how AR75 will affect the incentive alignment with um, with partner projects that launch on Eclipseify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I missed... I mean, some of Stefan's, but we know a little bit about, uh, you know, ARC 75. Uh, you know, the concept is really like having a strong, uh, you know, DEX alignment and a preferred liquidity place, um, which, which is essentially like, uh, you know, working to, um, uh, you know, have a place where, you know, a lot of our, um, you know, projects launching can, can uh, like home their liquidity um, and also kind of aligning us with, uh, you know, the long-term, you know, vision of that and, and, and success of that. So, yeah, for us, it's it's kind of an important piece around, um, you know, uh, you see a lot of like launchpads, especially on like Arbitrum and other ecosystems, they're kind of, kind of they're trying to really, they're trying to manage a DEX, they're trying to manage a, a launchpad, they're trying to manage many things. And we really want to specialize as much as possible and we really want to be able to, um, we really want to be able to like provide the best platform as possible um and sometimes launch pads are a difficult business models to business model to do well right it's um sometimes harder to accrue like i guess long-term you know long-term ongoing value um etc so a lot of you know launch pads go and, and set up their indexes and things but then you're trying to run both platforms and you're not kind of specializing so for us to be able to partner closely with a with a you know a, a strong amm index or, or you know at least choosing a, a strong amm index that we can kind of work closely alongside um, is really important to us and being able to kind of share in some of that value and bring more value and share as, as it all grows. Yeah, one of the main missions of EclipseFi is to not only, you know, create innovative new launch solutions with modular launches, um, but also create long-term sustainable models that support each of the projects launched on EclipseFi. So I think that ARC75, um, with its ability, if its flexible ability to um, accept proposals for fee sharing for any pair launch on the Astroport decks, uh, this will be vital for the growth of every project that launches on Eclipseify. It's one more system, a decentralized community-based system 
um, where the community can get together and vote on fee sharing uh, models that support uh, the Eclipsify launch, not only the Eclipsify launch platform, but also the project, um, any project launching with Eclipsify. So I'm excited to see how that works out. And I think there's even more opportunity in the SLAM model. Stefan, could you tell us a little bit about shared liquidity AMM on Astroport and how that looks for um, defragmenting liquidity across chains? So this is my personal opinion. Right now, I don't think <clears throat> it makes sense for Astroport to have shared liquidity um, because it seems like in general, people want to aggregate most activity on one chain. And at this point, I think Neutron could be that chain. Um, but yeah, regardless of my opinion, like shared liquidity uh, was an idea proposed about a year ago by, um, and it was posted on the Delphi digital portal. I'm not sure if it's still open to, uh, for everyone to read. Um, but basically, it tried to solve an issue that has to do with deploying an AMM, like the same AMM on different chains, like Astroport um, did. Um, so the idea is, if you have liquidity on different chains, ideally, you want to have that liquidity at every point in time on each individual chains. Like let's say I deploy an, my AMM on three chains. I have 10 million of liquidity on each of these chains. Ideally when someone swaps on one of these chains, um, that chain assumes it has all 30 million worth of liquidity uh, at that time when someone swaps so they can, so that the, that deployment can provide the best price execution to the trader. Um, and the way we do this, is let's say we we take um, the neutron USDC pair. Uh, let's say for some reason neutron USDC is, uh, is a pool on three different Astroport deployments, and again it has like let's say ten million in liquidity on each of these deployments. Um, a trader can go on one of these three chains and swap in the neutron USDC pool, and they only use liquidity available on each of these chains. Uh, on each pool, on each of these chains. Um, what SLAM does is it's a fairly complex way of simulating um, like having all 30 million worth of liquidity on each chain for Neutron USDC. So when you swap on it on one chain, you don't just use the 10 million worth of liquidity on that chain. You assume, or the protocol assumes it has 30 million uh, in the pool wherever, not, it doesn't matter where you swap on each uh, individual chain. So you can swap as if you have 30 million worth of liquidity, which gives you better price execution when you swap. Um, and every, like, let's say 24 hours, what the protocol does is it looks at the amount of volume on each of these chains, uh, assuming it has each, uh, like each pool, each Neutron USDC pool has 30 million worth of liquidity. And it tries to move uh, assets like Neutron or USDC from the other chains to kind of balance out each pool. Um, I don't think I'm explaining this correctly now because it's fairly complex, but basically um, it, the, the protocol tries like every 24 hours to move tokens between the Neutron USDC pools that are on all of these chains. Um, depending on how much volume happens in the last 24 hours on each chain. Um, and it tries to balance out 
the pools. So like if if on one chain more people swapped neutron to USDC, uh, and there's way too much neutron in a pool and way too little USDC, um, the protocol brings more USDC from the other chains, from the other two neutron USDC pools, and it puts that USDC in the third uh, neutron USDC pool. Um, that way, it kind of tries to arbitrage itself um, between all of these like different chains. I don't think I explained that correctly. Yeah, yeah. It's, what, it's like this one giant kind of, uh, this one giant floating liquidity pool across multiple chains, if you like, and it's just kind of adjusting itself based on where the most demand and need is. That makes sense. Pretty cool. Well, speaking of liquidity across multiple chains, I think one of the most powerful driving narratives on Neutron right now is what Lido Finance is doing uh, with wrapped staked Ether, kind of like what Eigenlayer is doing natively on Ethereum, um, which is you know having liquid staking options so that uh, EVM users can use their staked Ethereum and use it across different L2s. Uh, Lido Finance is implementing a solution of that that is native to Neutron. So um, I guess kind of either project can chip in on this. Um, what, do we, what, do, what kind of utilities can we foresee maybe on the Astroport decks? Uh, will, will it be possible to have staked Ether on the Astroport decks and, um, and utilize that for uh, Neutron native rewards? Um. So I'm not sure what you mean by Neutron native rewards, but wrap state is coming to Neutron. Um, and assuming it's very liquid, like let's say we have a wrap state is on Neutron on Astroport. Um, it makes building DeFi on Neutron way easier because, for example, um, someone can like LP on Astroport. Um, someone else can like get wrapped state ETH from Neutron and potentially land it on Mars. Um, and someone might even like take wrapped state ETH, ETH, like the LP token representing that pool on Astroport, and um, potentially refract that LP token similar to what people used to do on Prism on Terra. Um, so I don't think there's anything special with wrapped state ETH in particular. I think it's just a way to uh, use one of the most popular DeFi tokens and potentially bootstrap liquidity on Neutron so that the um, Neutron kickstarts the DeFi season on, on the chain. Yeah, look, I think it's super key, right? Because currently in Cosmos, when you're looking at like, um, you know, uh, assets, like blue chip assets, even the top projects in, you know, in Cosmos in general aren't typically like great holds, right? You know, um, even the top players like Osmo have been tokens that have gone down in value a lot or they haven't had a lot, that much liquidity. And so, you know, having money markets and things isn't, you know, always the best, but you're looking at like assets like Atom and you're looking at assets like, you know, uh, obviously ETH um, and being able to like make those assets sufficient is going to be like huge for, I guess, similar to what happened on Terra, right? Like it was D-Luna and was a huge piece of the entire DeFi ecosystem on, on, on Terra and then, you know, Stata came along. So I think having that on Neutron plus some high quality dApps, um, some really quality DeFi, some concentration, and then you're adding ST Atom, um, which you know unlock a lot of efficiency for all the staked Atom, um, you know, in, in, in the ecosystem, and then you know bring ST ETH as well, um, which means that you know ETH could come and, and still use DeFi on Cosmos using you know ETH, etc. Um, 
that's huge. And then I can just the amount of stuff that I can think about is what becomes possible in terms of unlocking. Um, you know, there's obviously we've got simple launch mechanisms, but then we've got launch mechanisms that we want to bring, um, you know, back from the dead or back from, you know, terror days and uh, bringing ways that we can do lock drops using SD Atom or using, uh, you know, obviously uh, liquid staked ETH. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot of like potential use cases that can come out of that. So I'm really excited about having some, you know, really solid, stable, you bearing assets that can become, you know, uh, the core piece of, of an ecosystem that we look to build out. Yeah, I think um, the first the first launch mechanism that came to my mind, like you mentioned, Simon, is the lock drop. Uh, I think it, it's a popular method to uh, launch a token and bootstrap initial liquidity on EVM chains uh, for users to come in and basically apply their staked ETH to a lock drop and then earn uh, APR in the launch token uh, before TGE during that period. Do you think this would be a viable option uh, on the Eclipse platform? building on Neutron to have uh, EVM users come in with their Slido uh, wrapped stake ETH and start to earn pre-launch token rewards for a lock drop? Yeah, look, there's a couple of things, right? Like we plan to be multi-chain anyway. Like we plan to expand to ETH. But the way we do it is actually interesting. We're like looking at the architecture. You know, when when um, general message passing comes in and, uh, you know, uh, we, we can you know, deploy on ETH while still kind of having the hub on Neutron, for example. Um, we're exploring, this is going to come out later in the week, we're exploring a couple options for like uh, account abstraction, uh, multi-chain account abstraction, like kind of onboarding your grandma style uh, things. But then I think in terms of, um, yeah, lock drops using assets, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, you know, it could be to bootstrap a money market, for example, like you could have like a mouse type protocol that um, is, is launching and they want, uh, you know, a lock drop to kind of, um, you know, bootstrap uh, lending. I mean, it's like a UMI, for example, you could have Atom and ETH and et cetera, that's part of the launch campaign. There's also the other style, which is like the pylon protocol style, uh, lock drops or vaults in which you can, uh, the protocol can do, you know, uh, you know capital formation or, or um, distribution through uh, an asset like, um, yeah, uh, SD Atom or, or, um, or ETH. So yeah, there's a couple of ways we can do it, but yeah, I'm excited. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that we can play with as uh, more um, more of this stuff gets built out and we build more of an ecosystem. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Like you said, um, you know, having these EVM rep stake ether options uh, will be important for drawing liquidity towards uh, the Astroport AMM and also towards Eclipsify launches. But it, I, I see it as kind of a gateway into the future, uh, maybe expanding the launches to totally encompass the EVM chains. Uh, and have totally multi-chain native launches built on Neutron. So a lot of cooking in yeah. that regard. Look, we, we want to be careful with that as well. Like we want to be multi-chain, but we also want, we, our biggest focus is really the ecosystem first. So if you get an ecosystem like a booming ecosystem like Neutron, like really what we, we really want to be doing, and this is kind of what Ash Report said about, you know, uh, what Stefan said about like concentration, like we want to be able to like, launch the top primitives in an ecosystem and help to build out like a, a concentration of users because you know a lot of launch pads in the space they focus on raises or capital events or, or flipping but they're not really connecting users to the projects that are being launched it very much becomes kind of this mercenary uh, raise capital and then leave we really want to shift that around and really make sure that we're community bootstrapping and user bootstrapping in terms of like um, matching users to the protocols that are launching. And that's very hard to do if you're across 20 chains and you're doing launches in random places. 
because your customer, but your user base becomes kind of this mercenary base. It's just there to kind of flip, but we don't want that. We want to kind of create, recreate like a terror kind of um, culture and ecosystem. And that means that we need to focus, you know, uh, focus vertically on ecosystems. Now we have to be split across as well because the flow is important. And um, one ecosystem, especially in this market only has a limited number of high quality builders or launches, right? Um, but we do really want to focus vertically as opposed to just horizontally. Right on. Love that way of looking at it. Um, you know, I, I really, I, I was intensely involved in the Terra ecosystem uh, when, uh, when Astroport deployed on it, uh, when all that was going on. And like Simon was saying, the culture there, the, the community uh, events surrounding every everything that happened made it such a valuable and unique ecosystem. So I'm excited to see how uh, this move to Neutron is going to affect both projects. And I'm excited to see all the all the different utility that we see from Astroport and from Eclipseify as well. I, I know we're a little bit pressed for time now because we got rugged by the Twitter spaces. So uh, Stefan or Simon, if there's anything else you wanted to add for Neutron, maybe Gives you time to freestyle. Let us know what else you're thinking about the Neutron migration. I mean, it's a big change. At least I'll speak of, about Astroport here. It's a big change. Um, but I think it makes sense because, especially because Neutron seems to be very a, a core piece of infrastructure for um, Cosmos at the moment. But I think it makes sense to align like, the Astroport protocol with the larger. Um, Cosmos ecosystem at the moment, um, especially as we hope that the bull market comes back and many more projects would be hopefully in, will be interested to launch in Cosmos in general. Um, and we we think Neutron could absorb a lot of that interest coming from different projects. So it makes sense to I have our home base there. Likewise, as well for us. We we are considering a deployment on Osmosis as well uh, for launches there, but you know really um, the 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 most efficient thing to do is having this one kind of home base that we can uh, use like uh, you know interchain accounts and stuff to do cross Cosmos launches right for the whole of Cosmos, um, and then you know looking into how we can do that on EVM as well. But um, I mean, there's so many <laughs> there's so many big hitters that are concentrating around Neutron that. Um, I think this concentration is really what we need to kind of get Cosmos. I mean, just to put an example, right, we've mentioned this before, is for a long time in Cosmos, it was very hard to figure out where to um, where to put, where to liaison people. Like if you think about like, I would go to conferences and go to and talk to even big VCs or, or accelerators or even projects, and they would come and go, can you introduce us to Cosmos? <laughs> then you go, okay, who do you introduce them to? The ICF, like, like really like, Osmosis, like all this sort of stuff is very difficult to figure out, you know, where to send projects, where to, where to send the concentration. Um, but now with Neutron, and, and that's got its positive, right? There's decentralization that happens. But now with Neutron uh, and a lot of like leaders and a lot of stuff like kind of populating around the hub, I think it, it becomes a lot easier for, for to, to go, okay, cool. Animoco wants to come into Cosmos. Now, who do you put them in touch with, right? Like um, it sort of steps up and this leadership kind of capsule sort of steps up and it makes it a lot easier to, create partnerships and relationships and um, get a lot more noise around the, the rest of the space that, that actually likes Cosmos, just doesn't know much about it. Um, and that's what we need. We need that plus then user activation um, and dApps to kind of be able to build. Uh, whereas app chains is very hard because 
very expensive. The UX is fractured. The liquidity is fractured. So I think now's the chapter. Now's a really big chapter for Cosmos, and and very excited. Yeah, it's exciting stuff going on. I'm I'm excited too to see how this all plays out. Um, the, I think there's huge opportunity on Neutron for builders to step up and kind of assume the position that will lead the ecosystem boom that we all expect to come up eventually. Um, you know, a top tier launch pad or launch platform like Clipsify um, can have some real work, as Simon said, networking, building connections between builders and communities and creating the infrastructure of the cosmos on Neutron, a, native, a natively uh, interchain blockchain um, to create some really exciting things that we haven't ever seen before. So I think, uh, let's see on time. Yeah. So um, this decision um, to migrate the Astroport mothership to Neutron, as well as the Eclipsefy home base to Neutron um, has always been made in conjunction with the community on Astroport. It was a community proposal. And in Eclipsefy, Eclipsefy has been pulling the community, figuring out what to do for the past month. So community input has always been really important in these huge decisions with these projects. So at this point, I think it would be nice to invite anyone from the audience to come up if you have any questions about the Neutron migration or about uh, ARC-75 and fee uh, swap fee sharing on Astroport AMM, or if you have any questions for either of the projects, now's your chance to ask these founders while they're here. So. I don't know if I can see uh, raised hands, but if anyone has a question they'd like to ask either project, now would be the time to raise your hand and have it answered. Um, maybe if you don't have any questions about current topics that we discussed today, maybe if you uh, had any questions about launch schedules or about timelines or about any content posted recently, now might be the time to ask it. What do you think? How are you doing on, Sim on time, Simon? Yeah, I got to go in five, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, Twitter spaces these days are a lot quieter. I remember back on the Terror days, um, it used to, used to be a lot more kind of active, but it's good to see. It's still a good turnout. I'm still kind of excited. I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's good to wrap up, but I mean, just maybe as a closing thought, there's a couple of steps required to kind of, you know, um, I guess help to boost this ecosystem, which is, you know, obviously there's all, all the right things are being put in place, um, putting together like, you know, consult yeah, I guess consolidating builders around the ecosystem. Um, then, you know, then it's about really about like uh, liquidity and user activation, right? Like, you know, the liquidity will bring users, but I think this, I think there can be some fun things that builders around in Cosmos can do to um, engage users when they come in. Like, we're going to be doing launches and even even our own launch fairly soon. Um, we expect to bring in a fair decent number of users into the ecosystem. Um, based on kind of outside partners and, and things that we we're engaging with. The key after that is then how to create stickiness, right? You want to be able to, um, you know, let's say you've got 10,000 new users that come into the ecosystem, right? If, it's, if, if there isn't like kind of things to engage, then they're in and maybe then they're out. So it's kind of our job as, as, um, as well as the kind of wider ecosystem to come up with, I guess, like quests and funny things that we can do to um, kind of create uh, sticky users as opposed to just kind of a one and done. Right on. Yeah, I'm excited to see how this all plays out. Um, Ask report, Stefan, maybe if you have any closing thoughts that you'd have to bring and touch up on anything we talked about in this conversation. Um, nothing for now. So I'll just reiterate that uh, this is just my personal opinion. I think it makes sense to align the Ask report protocol with Neutron because we don't know what will happen in the next bull, whenever that happens. Um, 
and where teams will deploy. But it kind of makes sense to position um, an AMM in a way that it can potentially capture most of that flow coming from hopefully new users entering Cosmos, especially in the next, let's say, two, three years. Um, and aligning your, yourself with the core piece of infrastructure is probably the best bet you can make. Um, and not really spreading yourself thin with something like shared liquidity um, between multiple chains. Awesome. Great, guys. Thanks for hosting, Lopi. And um, yeah, I mean, there'll be a lot more. I mean, this week's going to be a big week. We're going to have a couple of spaces and some exciting things. So yeah, I, I'm very excited uh, to be doing a lot of things with, with the Delphi guys and Astroport. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be an exciting couple of months and, and years for sure. Yeah, there's a ton cooking. And uh, ARC85, the governance proposal to migrate the Astroport mothership to Neutron is still live. I think it's almost at quorum. So if anyone listening today is a is an Astro staker that hasn't voted in the governance proposal, um, now's your time to go have your opinion heard with decentralized governance. So I just want to take the time and thank you both for coming today, Simon from Eclipsify and Stefan from Astroport. As both projects said, there's a lot going on, there's a lot cooking, and there's huge opportunity for builders who are uh, taking charge and building the future of the cosmos. So thanks again, for everyone, for joining. Get out there and vote on Astroport. Uh, get into the Eclipsify Discord community and let us know what you think about these developments. And we'll see you next time. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of pain. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological. Bonds. Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner They stacked in non-toxic just to get a Better place smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got Motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality
the cheese stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. <laughs>